What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Playmakers. I'm your host, Haley Elwood. And today we are wrapping up our very special Women's History Month series with our special guest, Amy Staley. Amy is one of the newest members of the Chargers family. She is the wife to new Chargers head coach, Brandon Staley. But she's here to share a bit more about her family, as well as how sports has impacted her life. She's a former athlete, and you'll learn that about her. So now let's get to it, and let's welcome in Amy Staley. Amy, welcome to Playmakers. How are you? Thank you so much for coming on. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Look, I've talked to Brandon. I'm now talking to you. We're getting the whole Staley family in here with the Chargers. Uh, maybe Grantman is next. <laughs> <laughs> He's got about uh, three, five, I don't know, 10 words now. It's mm-hmm. like mama, binky, dada, football is football. So That's I, awesome. might, I mean, he might not have a lot to contribute, but I'm sure he'd be excited to. <laughs> I'm sure he would. Look, welcome to the Chargers family. I should start out by saying that. What does it mean to now be part of this organization? Oh, it's incredibly humbling. It's such a huge honor. And, you know, it's just such a uh, exciting franchise to be a part of. And we're so excited, you know, as we're getting to know the Spanos family and the Telescos. And um, we just know it's it's rich in tradition. And there's so many wonderful people here. So it feels incredible. And then to be in the city of LA is kind of surreal because we fell in love with LA when we moved here a year ago. So the fact that um, we get to continue representing the city is pretty, pretty powerful. Yeah. I was going to say, I know you've made some moves in your career with Brandon, <laughs> but this one's got to be pretty good, right? Cause you're not going that, that far. Yeah. This one should be more of a layup <laughs> than um, the rest, but yeah. nonetheless, every move presents its challenges And, uh, you know, it certainly takes a lot out of you, but we're excited for a much closer move. We are excited for that as well. So look, in terms of you and Brandon, when did you kind of realize, oh, football is kind of a big deal here with the state family? (laughs) Well, pretty early, pretty early on, um, you know, we started dating and I got to know his family and you go home for the holidays for the first time and you know, sports are on, it's all they're talking about. It's, it's the games that they've been a part of in the past and you have to get looped in pretty quick. Cause there's a lot of stories. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, I knew early on, it was everything to him. And I, I that's something I love about him is seeing just kind of the drive that he had and the passion he had for the game. And I could relate to that on a lot of levels. How has sports impacted your own life? Well, uh, significantly, um, you know, I, I started playing sports really early on. So I think, my mom was a PE teacher. So okay. it, yeah. So in the summers it was like, okay, how many camps can we put you in and how much fun can you have trying all these different sports? And, um, it, it played a huge role in my life because early on it was kind of trying them all. And by the time I got to sixth grade, I fell in love with volleyball and, you know, I did the club world and, you know, volleyball became my life from sixth grade all the way through college. So it played a huge role in my life and I'm so grateful for it. Was your mom ever your PE teacher? <laughs> no, no. She taught the uh, school next like town over. Okay. So every once in a while, if there was ever like a crosstown gathering, they'd always be like, oh, your mom's our PE teacher or they'd have all these stories. But thankfully she was never my own PE teacher. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Probably for the best in that sense. Yeah. A little okay. separation. Yeah, exactly. I think with any athlete, you learn so much, obviously on the field, but off of it as well. What were some maybe lessons or experiences that playing sports taught you? Oh man, oh, if we had a whole podcast for that. Um, <laughs> you know, I think 
I just was really, I had my eyes open to so many different types of teammates and different types of coaches. And, um, I think I just learned to have a greater appreciation for different types of people, um, different types of competitors, um, different types of mindsets. And I think just seeing that kind of diversity, um, in people and intellect and, um, just their personality. I think it just really served me well in my life, learning to work with lots of other different types of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably what comes to mind first. Um, but I also just think like sports was about giving everything you had at that moment, like everything you had. So it was all your you know, attention, getting ready for a game and all your focus and um, everything you're eating, everything, yeah. you know, every, your sleeping habits. It's like your whole life is kind of trained see a success on the court or on the field. And, um, so I just think the whole idea of giving everything you have, um, all the time, it was, is something that was instilled in me early on from sports and all through college. So, well, and speaking of college, catching up with you just offline about this, you told me you earned a full ride scholarship based off volleyball. What did earning that mean to you? It was such a huge deal. You know, when you spend your whole life and give up going to high school dances and doing a lot of things that like a lot of my classmates did, you just, you give everything to the sport. So to actually earn a full ride is validation that, Hey, it's worth it. Like you, you, this is something tangible that you earned because of all your hard work. I think that was really powerful for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was also huge for our family because my parents gave so much money and time to the sport of volleyball. I mean, if I, if I sit and think about the practices they drove me to. And then it, it, that was just the baseline. It was three weekends out of every month for seven months, every year, we were traveling all over the country for tournaments and the financial commitment they made to put me through club with the dues and all the travel expenses, just to give me a shot. Number one, to have fun doing what I loved to try to take it to the next level, but then to ultimately earn something that would help them after they made such a huge investment in me. I think it just was a big deal for all of us. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I come from a dance background. My sister also grew up dancing. And so you, you go back to that, you go back to like the constant competitions every weekend, driving up and down California, maybe going to Arizona. There's a lot of time and a lot of money, like you said, that, that your parents invest in all that, but it is special, like to your point, when you can sort of pay it back in a sense. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's like earning that full ride is, is such a big deal, but then, you know, it's just the beginning of what's next and all the work that you're going to pour into it. But it's that, that affirmation along the way that like you're on the right track. So totally. So as a former college athlete, I mean, what sort of advice can you give to other athletes at that level? Wow. Um, man, if I could go back and do it all again, and what did I learn? <laughs> I just think, you know, when it comes down to being like a college athlete, it's give every single thing you have to the game and give everything you have in the classroom. I think if you do those two things and you want to serve your teammates and, you know, work hard, not just for yourself, but for others, I think, um, great things come from it. And then you can walk away without any regrets because as everyone says, it goes really quick. Very, so, very fast, you know, yeah. I think if you just give everything you have to the game and to the classroom being, you know, a really awesome student while you're there, it's, it's just, you can walk away feeling good about what you did. Well, and I think you can, because one other thing that you did was you ended up going into teaching. You had told me you got your master's in reading instruction yeah. at John Carroll. What did yeah. you really love about teaching? Why was that the path that you kind of chose to go down? 
Uh, I remember when I entered college, I like said I was going to be a business major. I wanted to like make money. Like I thought that sounded cool. <laughs> and I think I was like three weeks in and I was like, why, why would I do yeah. like business? Like I, that's not even like who I am. Like, I, I think I would have done really probably just fine at it, but I knew I had a passion for working with kids. And the moment I started taking education courses and like child psychology, I thought like, man, this is like, this is what was put on my heart. This is what I want to do. And, um, so teaching was, yeah, teaching was a big deal for me. And, and I knew pretty much three weeks into college when I walked in and switched my major that, uh, this is what I wanted to do. So was it second grade? Is that what you taught? You know what? I taught first grade. I taught fourth grade and I taught them in seven different schools in like six districts and five states. So (laughs) I kind of taught all over the country, but I can tell you, I can remember every single face that I taught every student. And I get such joy when I'll have like a random person get in contact with me or, you know, it's like an old parent who I'm friends with on Facebook and like their kids are graduating college. And I, I, I just feel like, wow, you know, it's just such an honor to be a part of, you know, these individual students' lives for just a finite, you know, moment in time, but it, it's, it just was so wonderful. And totally. I, I miss, I miss teaching, but I love everything that I was able to be a part of while I was teaching. So, so Amy, out of all the sort of different grades and years that you taught, do you have a favorite one? Oh, I love all of them for different reasons. I loved all of those students for different reasons. Um, you know, I, I always felt like one year just wasn't enough. I always, you know, we oftentimes moved. And so I'd start a new teaching job somewhere else. Yeah. So I always just wanted to see more of those kids. I wanted them to be able to stop by my classroom when they were like on the second grade or on the fifth grade and me get to continue to see their success. But I think they were all special for a lot of different reasons. But the last group I had, uh, that would have been in Mayfield, Ohio. That was the last year teaching before I had our first son, Colin. I just feel like it was a super special year. If I had to go out on a year, I went on a really high year with some incredible kids. So that's awesome. Was it the kids that made it special or just what was it about that group? It's always the kids, but I was really blessed that I co-taught with an intervention specialist in fourth grade at Mayfield. And she and I are like, we were instant, like best friends and we just had so much respect for one another. So it was cool because we got to do it together. And so I think, yeah, I think that having an incredible colleague like her, we still have such a strong relationship, you know, today, I think it just made it even, even more special to enjoy that group of kids together. So that's awesome. So you mentioned being a mom to three boys. We talked a little bit about Grant Man earlier. I know he's (laughs) like you said, very young, but how invested are they in football? Oh, So, (laughs) you know, we always like want our kids to have passions Mm -hmm. that like are truly like something that they're excited about and interested in. So we've never even pushed football on our boys, but it's innate. Like, I mean, all of them said ball before mom, um, (laughs) and like true, all of them said ball before mama. But, um, you know, I think it's just something that that's all they know, you know, daddy's around football all the time. So he's talking about the players. So they want to know about the players and yeah. they've got their football cards. They're studying stats. 
um, you know, when Colin was in his first year of preschool in Chicago, I remember the teachers made a comment to me and they said, you know, he can identify all of his numbers up to 99, you know, he's two and a half. That's not normal. (laughs) And I said, well, yeah, the outside linebackers are in the nineties for the most part. So they know the jerseys and they like, were like, oh my gosh, like, of course, memorizing Jersey numbers helps number recognition, you know? So, uh, I thought it's just, it's everything. They're super into, you know, knowing what daddy's day is like, and it just involves the players and the game and they want to watch all the games and, they want to know who's getting drafted, not necessarily for our team, but like, well, what, what number were they drafted? And, um, you know, what college did they go to? And I'm like, oh, you are your father. So they, they love football all the way. That's awesome. I love that note about the Jersey numbers, like, uh, more schools should probably teach it that way. That's a, it's a great, like memory retention kind of thing there. I know. I know it truly, it has like helped our boys with numbers tremendously. So that's so funny. <laughs> and then lastly, Amy, look, I, we welcomed you in, but just what really excites you most about this opportunity now for you and your family? I would say probably the people, I mean, hands down the people I, Brandon and I, you know, we used to make this checklist of like what was important to us wherever we went, you know, because we know this business can be really crazy and we never wanted to lose sight of what was most important to us. And it, the first thing on our, our checklist that we made like 15 years ago, and we would always take out to evaluate all of our decisions we'd make was, you know, the people, the people you're around is the most important. So it's, you know, all the way down, you know, up from the ownership, you know, our general manager, you know, the Spanos and the Telescos were so excited, you know, to be working with them and everybody in the front office, you know, Brandon has a lot of confidence in and, um, and then, I mean, a true, true honor is to be able to pick your own coaching staff. Yeah. you know, and who are the coaches you've admired and that you've, or you've worked alongside or you've respected and, you know, would they, you know, fit into this coaching staff? So I think getting for him to, you know, pick this coaching staff is a big deal because it's once again, solidifying all the right people that you want around you to build this thing. And so we're really excited about all the people here. And then, I mean, it does not hurt. It does not hurt that it's in sunny SoCal yep. and, you know, we're in the city of LA I mean, it, it does not hurt. Well, we're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for coming on, sharing a little bit about your story too, a little get to know. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Amy. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Haley.